0: FOREVER!
1: DOG! Hi, Anna.
0: Hi, Andrew. And
1: hey, everybody else.
0: And welcome to <laughs> scary, scary Stories, stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. It's a podcast about scary stories, and that's that's it.
1: That's it. You're not going to get anything else. There's no banter. We do not talk about our lives. It is no. Just, it's just stories, and that's it.
0: I've never known a single fact about you, Andrew. Mm-mm. I don't intend to change that.
1: Yeah. I. I. We only look at each other through slats and opposite doors. I don't know what color Anna's hair is. I don't know anything about her.
0: No. We are here for uh, serious, scary stories. This is a Reddit thread, but a podcast. <laughs> no, it's not true. No. Andrew and I have been friends for 100, four, four, thir- th-
1: wait, yeah, 113 years.
0: Yeah. Wow, what
1: About, a long time.
0: Yeah. I died from breaking through the ice and drowning.
1: Mm-hmm. And I died because I drank Coca-Cola and I had a cocaine overdose. <laughs>
0: That is how you would die. I
1: know, I'd have one drink, yeah, and then die immediately.
0: Yeah, like participate in an old timey trend that was fine at the time, <laughs> but you would have died from it, <laughs> like the babies in the window cages thing. Yeah,
1: oh, for sure. And then the newspapers would say like, local authorities baffled. Yeah, uh, and my name would not be mentioned. But that's okay.
0: <laughs> Boy, bad. <laughs>
1: that was your name. Oh wow. Hey, by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be fully autumn.
0: It'll be all time.
1: Our time. People
0: don't say fall in the UK. Did you know this? Whoa. Fall is like an American thing to say.
1: Really? We didn't have time.
0: Guys, I I studied abroad over the summer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, oh wow! Autumn yeah. is a more beautiful word.
0: It's just a waste of time. It takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> and the n. <laughs> oh, tough. Like what Blow are you out doing? Your ass. It's yeah. it's like the sun's going away. We can't. We don't have time for it.
1: <laughs> no, we just name our our teenage girls in the eighties here. We yeah. do autumn. Autumn.
0: <laughs> well, uh, so we are going to do a scary story, and it's Andrew Stern.
1: It is my turn today. Um, yeah, we're jumping straight in.
0: We're jumping straight in.
1: Yeah, we don't have time. Um, this one, okay, this one I've been saving up for a special time. And because it is now autumn and we are fully in the spooky season, whether you like it or not. The SS. The SS. (laughs) Um, I'm going to read a story that (gasps) truly chilled me from... A very young age because it took me forever to wrap my head around it. And even still now, I'm having a hard time grappling with what Alvin Schwartz was thinking in writing this. Um, But I can't wait to share it with you, Anna.
0: I can just get a glimpse of the illustration on your phone from across the table. And I feel it in my nape. And yeah. I feel it in my stomach.
1: Okay, we're going to start with the illustration description today because it is at the top of the page of this story. Um, So this is how you were supposed to experience it. Great. It has nothing to do with the story itself. The story is called (laughs) Oh Susanna. Um, The best way I can describe it is it's kind of a cosmic sky scene. There are Mm -hmm. two planets. One is in the forefront. One is way in the distance. Um, There is a toddler in a rocking chair uh, with a leash attached to what appears to be an airborne uh, ambulatory radish that is pulling the rocking chair and the child within. Um, hovering above it is (laughs) what can only be described as a skeletal alien head out of which the right side, there is a full arm that is dangling with claw like hands.
0: It looks like a, one of those like Southwestern cow skulls mixed with like a lizard.
1: You're totally right.
0: And then it's got one big long, very classic Stephen Gamble drip. Yeah. Instead of a right arm.
1: And if you notice, Anna, um, out the fingertips are tiny little lightning bolts.
0: <laughs> yeah, sucks for me personally, <laughs> based on my history, which is
1: um, <laughs> uh, lightning bolt based.
0: Boy, and then yeah, there's like planets and.
1: So yeah, one the assumption would be <sighs> that this is maybe an alien story. Um, we don't know. But here's the surprise: is this everybody. a mistake?
0: Did the did I don't the site. Post the wrong The
1: very end of the story. No, implies... there's other stuff. That... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to uh, okay. I'm gonna read the story. Great. Susanna and Jane shared a small apartment near the university where they were students. Okay, two female protagonists. That's, Great. That's rare in this.
0: We stand.
1: Yeah. When Susanna got back from the library one night, the lights were out and Jane was asleep. Susanna undressed in the dark and quietly got into bed.
0: I never knew what undressed meant in Mm. these stories where it's like, but in my head, I pictured the two of them sharing a bedroom and then her just taking off all her clothes and then (laughs) lying down on top of the comforter.
1: In my head, it is she is wearing a dress. She unbuttons the dress and reveals another dress. A
0: a bigger dress.
1: (laughs) And it is white and that's the dress she sleeps in. That's my assumption.
0: I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> there is a hoop skirt. She doesn't sleep at all. She just lies down and impales a little bit. And she
1: women don't, much like women didn't use the bathroom back then, they also did not sleep. Exactly. They just were horizontal. They just bit. stayed, they waited. <laughs> and they thought about what they were going to bring to block parties. The next and
0: time. that actually is feminism. That
1: is feminism. So don't at us. <clears throat> she had almost fallen asleep when she heard someone humming the tune of Oh Susanna. Susanna is
0: Carolina? You knew it With a banjo on my knee Uh, a Five, six, seven, eight (laughs) (laughs) rocking.
1: I always mix it up with um, Dinah, Won't You Blow Yeah You know, they feel very much like the same A lot of demands songs are just
0: imploring women to do things (laughs) And the women, we can assume, are full drips (laughs) <laughs> they bring nothing. <laughs> Full
1: Stephen Gamble drips. Yes. Okay. Uh, so roommate Jane. Uh,
0: Jane is humming, asleep.
1: Humming with oh, Susanna. Someone. Yeah.
0: Someone is oh, humming. Oh, humming, yeah. Someone.
1: Jane, she said, please stop humming. I want to get some sleep. I mean, who hasn't been here before?
0: You oh, get home really late. Roommate humming.
1: Uh, before iPods it was all humming all the time that
0: and was ipods that
1: was ipods humming
0: was ipods
1: <clears throat> that feels like did you ever have like a pi- uh, um a like a historian who worked at a local museum dress like a uh, dress up like a pioneer woman and come to your school
0: Andrew. or like did you
1: go to a museum
0: <laughs> did that never did happen did i go to a museum <laughs> yeah i did
1: and was there someone who like dressed in old timey clothes and was like we're going to make butter.
0: Oh yeah. We had a old Beth Page restoration on Long Island. Oh, I heard about like, this. Yeah, it was like um liberal arts MFA Whoa. or master students sort of being like, Well, this is where the cows would die in childbirth. <laughs> and now it's a garage for farm <laughs> equipment. Does anyone have questions?
1: And did people have questions or was it mostly like I how much do you get paid?
0: It, I don't remember. I don't remember my life the way you do. Um, did you have this?
1: Yeah, we had in Florida. Well, in New Hampshire, there was like a lot more like local historical things. So oh, yeah. So that would be a little more frequent.
0: New Hampshire isn't about the now. It's about the before.
1: <laughs> no, if it was about the now. New Hampshire is perpetually 25. I feel like I lived much longer in the 80s because fully <laughs> – I lived there from 1990 to 1997 and it, was, it just was the 80s. Like people were still going to arcades. And, yeah. Um, but in Florida – Uh, Very strange for the Florida public school system, which is notoriously uh, bad despite there being a lot of really wonderful, hardworking teachers. Um, They took us to a place called the Little Red Schoolhouse, which was the first public school in South Florida. I think it's like somewhere in Palm Beach County. And we were all assigned like a host of murder party. We were all assigned real children (gasps) who were students at the Little Red Schoolhouse. Uh. And then we had to dress like them? Or like how we then we'd ah. be like like you're like Josiah, whatever, and you come from a farming family. So I remember I was wearing overalls and I think a beach hat.
0: And like a bloody axe in your head. <laughs>
1: And um, and I brought my uh my sister with typhoid, um. But no, we we went in, and then w- there was like a very stern teacher in a costume, uh-huh. and she like we did like a whole like role play throughout like an hour and a half. This
0: is child abuse. Yeah,
1: it was super strange. She went around and checked all of our fingernails. Ew. And she'd be like, I remember she came to mine, and then she said, nail biting is a dirty habit. <gasps>
0: No. Yeah. Miss. I
1: know, ma'am. Ma'am? This is a classic ma'am.
0: Madam? <laughs> Madam?
1: Yeah. Uh, so this very much that's feels-
0: a nightmare. Yeah. I would have just started crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Some people
1: did. Um,
0: okay. So basically, that's the story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So- uh, But, yeah, in any event, I think what got us there is that I feel like that woman would have said, like, we didn't have iPods. We only had humming back then.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you.
1: Uh, But this is – she's just told Jane, please be quiet. Stop humming. Uh, Jane didn't answer, but the humming stopped and Susanna fell asleep. She awakened early the next morning. Too early, she decided, and was trying to get back to sleep when she heard the humming again. Please go back to sleep, she told Jane. It's too early to get up. Jane didn't answer, Mm -hmm. but the humming continued. Susanna became angry. Cut it out, she said. It's not funny. When the humming still did not stop, she lost her temper. She jumped out of bed, pulled the covers off Jane, and screamed.
0: Dot, dot, dot.
1: Jane's head was gone. Uh. Somebody had cut off her head. (sighs) <sighs> I'm having a nightmare, Susanna told herself. When I wake up, everything will be all right. And that is the end of the story. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the end. End. Cut to children everywhere turning the page to find the next story has started. And this is not a misprint. This is what Alvin Schwartz intended.
0: Okay. Okay. I have a theory. I have a theory and it's very similar to my theory about the ending of The Sopranos. Okay, Listen to me. (laughs) I feel passionately about this and everyone is listening. I want you to stop what you're doing. Pull over if you're driving. Sit down cross-legged on the ground if you're walking. (laughs) This is why the story ends where it does. Because after this moment... She gets decapitated by the person who cut off Jane's head.
1: <gasps> oh my God, Anna.
0: And the reason it ties in with The Sopranos is, the reason The Sopranos cut out like that is during the series, as people get whacked, they don't know what happens next. Everything mm-hmm. they just cuts out. Huh. And the end of The Sopranos, the end of the series, the person who gets whacked is the audience. Wow. And we don't get to know what happens. We got shot. <gasps> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's wild. And I think that's a very compelling argument for this story. Yeah. Wow.
0: I'm actually really smart. You are? Did Thank you, you did you minor in folklore? I basically did. <laughs> Based on how old I was when I lost my virginity. Yes, I did. <laughs> I actually just checked in. Yes, I do have a minor in folklore.
1: <laughs> and he was like, Well, when, when'd you lose it? I'm like, um, uh, like, Yeah, yeah, i yeah, will give it
0: to you. Folklore. <laughs> Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I, I think for reading this as a child or rather having this story read to me, I think I thought when I was 14 or something, suddenly this would make sense. No. Uh, and also that, that way having that expectation <laughs> as a child, I do think warped me irreparably.
0: When I am slightly older, I will understand all yeah, of this.
1: No, That's not so. That's very
0: mature thought to have.
1: Yeah. And I, I didn't. And I think I thought maybe, um, I think I, I thought maybe Oh Susanna was like a reference like that there was some sort of like thing within it that I was like oh I don't get this reference. So like <laughs> I'm this will make sense once I understand the reference.
0: Sort of like Austin Powers going through his wedding gifts naked <laughs> like nice rack we are yeah. like I guess that's a joke but that I don't get cuz I'm nine. Right.
1: It's being it's being um presented as a joke, so I'll just go along
0: with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to laugh and then when I watch it when I'm 28, I'll go I like, was oh.
1: starving for context as a
0: kid. I, I <laughs> loved it. I <laughs> starving for context Colin the Andrew Farmer story.
1: I, I was dying to know what everything meant, but I needed to find that out afterwards, but make it seem like I understood what was going on. That's you know what so I mean? so
0: much. You were such a, a child adult.
1: <laughs> well, I had, I had much older brothers. And so that was. So, okay.
0: Okay. This so story. this
1: story falls under a category in that Brunvon book that I used for my Urban Legisode last week uh-huh. um, under a category called Teenage Horrors. And I've yeah. read a lot of interesting. So like, <clears throat> there are a teenage lot of- whores. Teenage horrors. Teenage horrors. <laughs> Makeup. A couple of teenage whores. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's that character is a waitress in a 1950s roadside <laughs> diner, and um, some like tough looking like gals come in and sits down. And she goes, "We don't serve teenage whores here." <laughs> and and um, then I
0: guess they um, kill her. Yeah,
1: I think they yeah. kill her. Yeah yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. Um, so so uh, it falls under a category called uh, teenage, teenage horrors, horrors which. Um, Uh, A lot of these stories fall under – typically, they are about uh, female college students. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, in a lot of these um, folklore essays I've been reading about, um, there is a drastic increase in the number of urban legends that uh, have to do with, like, college students as soon as women started going to college more often.
0: The idea of women bettering themselves is terrifying. (laughs) And – And I think
1: it is a thing that probably was um, corroborated by parents sending their daughters away to colleges being like a madman will come into your apartment and cut your your friend's head off. And so it's like I need to lock my door and not um, uh, fraternize with anybody. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Also like the idea of women being roommates is so terrifying to so many people because we're supposed to do like the the – parents to husband pipeline um, with no gap. (laughs) I just watched single white female for the first time. And (sighs) that's just the anxiety. Like she's embarrassed to have a roommate at her age, Mm -hmm. but it's like,
1: I, that single white female is such a, that's such a particular moment in time for horror too. It was like coming from, um, fatal attraction which mm-hmm. is like women are crazy and want to kill men after having sex Yeah, and then single white female is like that but with a female friendship
0: and yeah. what it's like
1: broadcasting it seems like is like beware of women who are interested in spending time
0: with you yeah they're gay and they'll kill you <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gay and they'll kill you would be a good um, Oh, that's
1: a, oh that's a great hat would you buy a, Would you buy a hat called "They're
0: Gay and They'll Kill You"? Sound off in the comments. By Leopold which I mean, Loeb. <laughs> open the toilet and scream your thoughts into it. <laughs> That's how we'll know. Um, uh, this oh, okay. This story, right? Well, and there are a I lot forgot.
1: of there are a lot of comparable stories. Um, there's one called "People Lick Too." Do you know that yes, one? Yes, that one That I think about a lot. lot. Yeah. Um, what's but here's what's confusing about this one? Yeah. Typically, those stories have a moral in which it's like. Um, Uh, uh, um, a young college student is too afraid hears a scary noise Mm -hmm. and is too afraid to investigate it Yeah, and that ends up being the like them signing the death warrant of their friend so like a scary gurgle or like and it turns out that their friend's throat has been cut and was like trying to get help Um, but this one that element is completely removed
0: it's the only moralizing is that she's tired well and here's what I missed as a kid I,
1: it, what I missed is that someone had cut her head off. I, my understanding of this and why it was so surreal to <laughs> me is that she went, she like was, Susanna was in her room. Jane was humming in my head. I was like, it's Jane humming. And then she pulls the sheet down and Jane's head is gone. And I was like, Whoa, well, how is she humming? That, that was what I, it never you occurred to me that there had murderer. been a crime. Right. I, well, cause also it's like, Jane's you, being weird. I feel like I could distinguish someone's voice from a, another person's voice if they're humming.
0: I guess we just don't hum that often. That's true. Um, That's true. Man, I guess maybe Jane was a prankster.
1: Maybe Jane was a prankster. Yet
0: another argument to not prank. <laughs> Guys, don't prank.
1: Don't prank. If you think it's a good idea to prank, there's a lot of there's a lot of cautionary tales in these books about pranks, and you just shouldn't do them.
0: You can't have a personality and Josh with your friends.
1: I there are. Endless compilations on YouTube of people startling their friends. <sighs> my my future sister-in-law, my brother-in-law's uh, fiancé, ha- she startles him constantly. And I think what's – fun, and she like made a video montage of it. Oh. Um, and it is very funny. Uh, the, but the funny part about that is he makes the same noise every time he's startled, <laughs> um, which is Doh! like kind of oh. like a Homer Simpson sort of thing. But the best ones are um, – uh, when a when someone British is being startled, the compilations of like a British dad, and um and there's there's one of some British dad, and every time he gets startled, he goes,
0: "Oh fuck, oh fuck," <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: That's really
0: good. good. I it's it's wild in those moments where you know the sound of your true self. <laughs> uh, I know I've heard mine before, and it's humiliating.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, no, I I. Have so suppressed um, my ability to get startled. I think I find it so embarrassing <laughs> that I just I just don't do it. Cr- oh cr- no,
0: that's bad for you.
1: Yeah, Chris constantly. I know it's like I know evolutionarily, like you should flinch, but I I don't. In fact, <laughs> oh my God. I just have to. Okay, um, kind of in kind of in the realm of teenage horror. Although we were in our late twenties when it happened. Um, Our friend Emily Schmidt, who also we were in Dangerbox, our improv group together with Mm -hmm. uh, at NYU, Uh, she's a very funny comedian. She lives here in Los Angeles. And she and I were leaving an improv show at the clubhouse, totally empty um, parking lot. We go to her car and we see that dangling from the sky seemingly on a cord, on a phone cord, is an iPhone. Just swinging, we like look up. It's like attached to a light pole, like I'm gonna like throw twenty up. feet That's tall. The
0: scariest thing.
1: And we're like looking at this phone, like what is going on? And then right then, a man <gasps> emerged from nowhere, roaring at us like a werewolf, and chased us. Chased us for a full block. A full block. We were running toward. He chased us. Our, my our, my apartment building is a block from the clubhouse. Chased us all the way there. And here's why I know that I would get killed in a zombie situation. Because as it was happening, it was really happening. We did not know who this man was. Um, he, like, clearly something was up. I kept thinking, like, this is not – this much like Suzanne, I'm like, this isn't really happening. Like
0: I don't think it did happen. I was not – I'm gaslighting you.
1: <laughs> but Emily was – Emily was – fully ready to run, she like blasted off ahead of me. As we're running towards my apartment building, there's a um a homeless person there who is truly in horror looking at us, going like, You guys gotta run. Like he's coming. Like oh my God. Watching from the <laughs> sidelines, we just make it in, like the door clatters shut. And the first thing Emily says, which is the funniest thing in the world is he said a trap. That man said a trap.
0: That's the most Emily Schmidt thing to say. Yeah,
1: and he kind of did. That was oh. our teenager, but that's when I'm like, I, I did not run for my life in that moment. That's the West Palm, and you. right. I, I just you genuinely being like,
0: believe things are going to be fine, <laughs> and that everyone is acting and they're, 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 they're doing the best they can. It's really bad.
1: It's really bad. Um, I
0: know. If shit really does go down, we're not made for it.
1: There are certain things that I do feel like I do react swiftly to. Like what? Um. If I get a sense that a flight's about to be canceled, <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> or something like, I am ready on my phone or like first one online to be like, hey, just so are there any other options if I can get another? That's another the flight?
0: most Florida.
1: Yeah, thing. yeah that's Your a Florida, very Florida is really showing. Yeah, sorry. Oh
0: my god. Um,
1: or very often if I hear, um, I think I think sometimes I can tell if someone's about to be. Um, like outrageous and scary in public. Like if I if someone's if I if I can like out of the corner of my eye see someone um and their temperature is rising and they seem to have poor impulse control, I can yeah. I can gauge like, oh, we should I like I know when someone who you wouldn't suspect as being someone frightening on a subway car is gonna really turn.
0: You're like a cancer sniffing dog. But, yeah. But for public conflagrations.
1: It's <laughs> Can we put that on a shirt? Human, yes. I'm like a cancer-sniffing dog, but for public—what
0: <laughs> was that word? Conflagrations.
1: Conflagrations. It
0: means fires, but it could be like an explosion.
1: What's your red flag of a person on a subway car?
0: Um, I just spend so much time staring at my little cards on my phone that mm. I don't—I think uh, looking around for eye contact, yeah. scanning for eyes, mm-hmm. not what you want, uh— Honestly, most of it oh, you know what it is is um personal space. like if oh, yeah. someone's standing, i I am thankfully beyond the age uh, that most men fuck with you, uh, uh, which is so great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's sort of like if I were in Snowpiercer or something, I wouldn't have to do something nasty with bugs or whatever it was. Like I, I'm old enough that I don't count anymore for harassment. Cause you can see on my face that I've learned something in my entire life. Like I look like I've learned a fact, uh, so I'm too old for it. But yeah, if someone's like standing, like I was standing against the doors with my back to the doors and a guy had his hand on the pole next to me and was sort of facing me Mm-mm. And I was like, this is wrong. Like, I didn't think he was going to do anything. But it was just like, there's something you didn't, uh, you didn't learn how to know (laughs) that this is a bad place to stand.
1: Right. I, yeah, that's a really. What about you? Yeah. Personal space is, is I think, the number one red flag. I think mine is um, very often past 11 p.m. Okay. Someone who is clearly a business person. But their face is very red, and their tie is off, and their shirt's unbuttoned a couple buttons. Oh, yeah. Um, that I'm like, nothing good is going to come from this.
0: This man, yeah. This is like a Don Draper season finale. Something, Something's happening. Yeah.
1: This is a guy who was out. This is like a stockbroker who was out with his friends, and all of them had a bad idea. And then this <laughs> one was like, no, I want to do something worse. And he left to go do a worse And
0: thing. they all got mad at him. Yeah. Yeah, this I would see a lot coming home from Herald Square late at night, mm-hmm. like the the karaoke bars there.
1: Oh, trouble. I think
0: people just aren't used to drinking out of a bottle in public, like if it, <laughs> if they get like the bottle service.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they
0: just uh, – They think
1: they have to finish it, like it's a movie theater soda.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't have to finish it. I don't know why I said that. That's not a law or anything.
0: Andrew's usually peeing. That's a thing <laughs> to know. But, um, yeah. Which all comes back to the story, naturally. It does. It does. This is so crazy. This picture, I think, was just a picture that they had.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like um, Stephen Campbell was like, "What do I have in my backlog?" Uh, but uh, but also when it got when this one got replaced in like the new edition with the new illustrations, yeah, the uh, the effect of the story is completely lost. Like the new illustration, oh, yeah. like, made more sense. It's like an irritated girl in a bed. Um, but th- but oh boy,
0: this- <laughs> oh, that's actually my uh autobio. That's sort of my big sick. Yeah, that's my irritated trope. girl in a bed.
1: <laughs> um but yeah, I just thought I'd share this one because it's it's spooky to me.
0: Oh my God. who would we cast for um Susanna and Jane and whoever's whisper whistling?
1: Oh, um, Susanna, I would cast um a young Melissa Gilbert. Sort of an, uh f- the the daughter from Roseanne. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I would cast her kind of irritated early '90s college student. Sure. Um, how about you?
0: Uh, I think uh, Caitlin Deaver is that her name? <gasps> oh from Booksmart. yes, yeah,
1: she's great. And other things. She's in that new series with Tony Collette that I've been looking forward to seeing.
0: She sure is unbelievable. Who else? Um, yeah, maybe a young. Merritt Weaver. Someone was just telling me they were cross between Caitlin Deaver and Merritt Weaver.
1: Oh my God, what a rhyme. Oh wow. What um, a rhyme.
0: And I'm stealing from that. Uh <laughs> Jane, um, I guess uh would be like a featured background. Right. I don't know. This wouldn't be a name.
1: Unless we got like a ba- unless we got like a um flashback.
0: Yeah, or if it was a recognizable body, mm-hmm. like an uh like an Amber Rose. <laughs> yeah, Amber Rose, what happened? She had a
1: talk show for a little she bit. She around. Didn't? Okay, good.
0: Harder. Yeah, that's a good cast, I a think. Ruby Rose
1: and then humming Michael Bublé.
0: That sucks. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's very effective.
1: Very scary. Um What
0: would be the scariest song to hear hummed in your house?
1: Oh, I would say exp- I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of a song that like is upbeat but then if you hum it, it sounds much scarier. Turn
0: it into a dirge.
1: Yeah. Um Cry Me a River Justin Timberlake.
0: Oh yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: I was just picturing the music video of Chris uh, rolling around with someone who looks like you.
1: <laughs> I when the realization that that was supposed to be Britney, wild. Um, before we go,
0: wait, mine oh, is oh, sorry, um, yeah. here. Comes the bread. Would be very scary <gasps> to hear hummed.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry that I almost cut off that. Excellent thought, oh, which is no. the scariest thing. Thank you. What if that was your um <laughs> what if that was your walk-on song if you were a baseball
0: player? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just that-
1: an adult baseball player. <sighs> and not like a famous, I don't know if there's a famous incarnation of that song, but like just straightforward organ.
0: Yeah, yeah, not the famous uh, "Panic at the Disco" cover. <laughs> um, oh, oh my god, that I would, I would marry that baseball man.
1: Oh yeah, you gotta marry him. You gotta. Yeah, uh, which
0: that's the moral of the story. You gotta marry that baseball man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go, Anna, did anything spooky happen to you this week?
0: Yes, world, you asked. Please. Um, so I'm staying in an Airbnb that has a pool. Mm. Naturally, um. It could be heated, but they, they say not to turn on the heating. So I just haven't been going in the pool because <laughs> uh, I'm a baby. So when you check in, there's like a little laminated page. Mm-hmm. And it's with like the Wi-Fi password and like how to turn on the the lights outside and stuff. And then sort of like I would say like the third or fourth thing on the page. It, it says, you may see one or two or more raccoons <laughs> in the backyard But only at night. (laughs) And then I think after that was how to turn the lights on. (laughs) Which implies that it is one of... It's the most important thing you could know about the property. So I went into it being like, this is a raccoon paradise. The fact that they build up from one to two to more... I uh, can't believe it. It sounds like a promise. Yeah. uh, More than a warning. But so I checked in yesterday. I... Had some emails to answer, phone calls, brag. Um, And then Jason came by and we were leaving to go meet you guys. Mm -hmm. And walking past the pool, I see this.
1: (laughs) Okay, readers. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five full-size raccoons and then three babies from a bird's eye view. What? Wait, is that not? (laughs) Wait, let me see.
0: Wait, it's, it looks like you've... <laughs> Not at all. What <laughs> do you mean? This is a blurry picture, but no, it's the pool deck with uh, raccoon oh, oh, my God. Okay, okay. See, I thought you
1: were... I thought this was a picture from way up in the air.
0: <laughs> like, How like, would I
1: take that? Like, I don't know. It's a tall Airbnb. Like you t- like you. <laughs> Yeah, it's on that okay. separate app. Talzian we will painting. share the picture, and you guys can see what I'm talking about. This
0: is like that old woman or young woman painting. <laughs> so it was in the pool. Or it do you was think in it, the
1: pool. Do you think it was drinking? I think it
0: went for a swim, oh. and then it came scampering out. I didn't take a picture of more. You see, like these are like the little feeties. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now I get
0: it. Um, wow. There I were thought more so feeties. It was so clearly a raccoon having gone for a swam.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Have you seen the video of where the raccoon? They they put their food in water sometimes before they eat it. Yeah. And have you seen the one where they put um the cotton, cotton candy? candy in, and it's then it just immediately so disintegrates? So to me. And it keeps doing it, being like,
0: "What am I doing wrong?" Like it's hard not to instantly relate to that <laughs> in terms of like habits.
1: Yeah, that's what um, sending out writing packets looks like. <laughs> oh. Um, is it... It was oh, here. Oh, I, I, I know I... Did I send it? I must have not sent it.
0: After I did it, it was like it <laughs> wasn't never there.
1: I'll, let me just do it again. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, um, Wow, that is... That makes me too sad. I now, having a dog, I just relate too much to creatures. <laughs> and I just, I feel so sad and sorry for that little raccoon that just wants to clean his con candy.
1: But this one just wanted to go for a swim.
0: This one wanted to, I guess... Rinse her a little bee hole.
1: Are you still gonna swim in it?
0: The I pool? don't know. I, I think keep you wanting can. to go in. It's full. So it's full of like, LA just has more wildlife. Yeah, like plants too. Because mm-hmm. remember we went in the pool in the other place I stayed. Oh yeah, and like we all came out with like welts all over us. Little like a, a like yeah. a cactus went for a swim. <laughs> right. There were. I came out of the pool and there were like short, like a millimeter long little black almost hairs all <gasps> over me. <gasps> Not like so many that I wouldn't go in, but I'm like, what is that? Raccoon. I think it's from like the trees or something. I don't yeah, know. Or just
1: raccoons doing laps.
0: I would love a were raccoon. It didn't look like fur though. It was so incredibly. It was like spider hair. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that is infinitely worse. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it better. Spiders are younger. There's less time for it to go weird.
1: (laughs) Everyone knows spiders are younger. Famously,
0: spiders are younger.
1: Um, Wow. Yeah, that is true. I do think, um, I also think animals just, like, I. one time I was swimming in my pool in Florida and a squirrel fell in my pool while I was (laughs) in it. And that was very scary. And it made a lot of really shocking sounds that I didn't know squirrels could make. Oh, yeah. Um. And it made it out. It made it out. But it was such a shock to be in the same water space as a squirrel. And Ooh. it was like, oh, neither of us belong in
0: here. Oh, my God. Did you stay in the pool?
1: Oh, no. I got out immediately. I think in my head for some reason I was like, I can get a disease. That makes no sense.
0: That makes um, sense. I think that's good. That That's called having smart feet.
1: And I did. I like it. It was miraculous how fast I got out of the pool because I was going to get like the uh, pool whatever it is, the net. Yeah. um, And it it just was already out, which is amazing, which is like how – why can you do this and frogs can't?
0: Proud. That's yeah. sort of like when you make a plan with someone who's good at planning and then they immediately put it through <laughs> instead like, of like waiting for three months and losing interest. <laughs> <laughs> that squirrel is one of those people. I know.
1: I, I saw what I wanted and I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, what's
0: something spooky that happened to you this week besides I'll, a memory from a long I'll, time ago? I'll
1: make mine super brief. Last night – uh, Anna and some oh. other friends came over, and we watched um, a 1987 horror movie for children, I think, uh-huh. called The Gate, uh, with a young Steven Dorf as a child actor. Who I have to say, he is the the pathos of that performance is unbelievable. He is he is such a earnest child actor.
0: I don't love to quote memes, memes, but the impact that that has the the power that that has yeah that was how i felt about steven dorfs performance in that movie yeah he's really good this movie it's like a campy it's the sort of thing you're like let's watch like a weird like horror movie from the <laughs> 80s it is i think it holds water ah. i think it's a good movie i think the visuals were cool there was a lot of like practical effects Amazing a lot of practice. stop motion um it's these kids open a portal to hell in their backyard
1: right and um and very scary things happen little demons that can turn into anything but yeah. they they like become like 12 of them will become a zombie and then um it, it's really good highly recommend it I kind of I was like how did I never see this as a kid I think it might be because um the whole time we were like this is so much fun like why is every kid not watching this and then like one of the um solutions to the problem is that uh at one point the older sister goes like get dad's gun <laughs> and they do get their dad's gun and they yeah. do fill it with um shotgun shells. Shotgun shells. And then they do shoot a zombie with it. Although it doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't. No. Um, but it still is children shooting a shotgun.
0: Yeah. A gun solving a problem
1: is cheap. Yeah. If that if, if a gun solves a problem in a horror movie, something's wrong.
0: You need that's a page one rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> um we'll post the trailer in the show notes. Oh, it's yeah. a really incredible trailer. It made us all want to watch the movie, and then we did.
1: Really good trailer. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta watch. Um, but yeah, that's my spooky thing. It
0: was very spooky. Thank you for showing us that movie. Such a
1: pleasure. Um, well, this has been a really fun one, Anna. This has
0: been a really fun one, Andrew. Um,
1: before, oh yeah, you know what? Let's just go. Do to just go?
0: Let's just go. Okay, okay everyone. Thanks for listening. Get out forever.
1: <coughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. <coughs>